Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, just like I say every week, right over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reg? What's up, Ken? And yes, you do say that every week. Every man. single week. It, it is verbatim. It, if if you listen to this just a few times, <laughs> you've got it memorized and locked in and, and maybe wishing I would say something else, man. It's just... <laughs> It's my go-to logo right there, right? You know what's funny, man? I've had a few people tell me, welcome, 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 because uh, that is definitely your intro, and apparently I'm the main man that sits right over there. You are. You are the main man that sits right over there. So, yeah, I've had a few people. And and, and for people that aren't watching on video, you know, the way the the video and the cameras kind of reverse and flip things, you know, I, I point one direction, but it's really to the other direction with uh, Reggie in the window, but that's a little behind the scenes stuff that nobody cares about really. That's uh, right. They don't care. They don't care. There's long as long as Ken and the main man is on the show. That's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what matters. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, well, I guess since the last time we were on Ken, um, um, our last podcast, we had the NFL schedule release and, and no one does it better like the NFL when it comes to stepping their fans through from the season in until the next season begins. So we had the combine, which we know is, is a big production. Then they had the NFL draft, which by all means is probably the biggest thing next to the Super Bowl. And then they had the uh, schedule release. And that is what this episode would be about. We will be talking about um, our thoughts and opinions on the, uh, the release of the schedule, but specifically for our, favorite washington commanders yes yes uh like like to your point that washington makes sure that uh, washington the nfl uh, makes sure that that they're they're always spoon feeding you right right you you get the full meal when the season is here and and the playoffs but there's they're the best uh league at spoon feeding you all year long to get you excited to get you hopeful um to keep you engaged And I mean, it's something as a as a schedule, you know, they they even start leaking things out. But uh, but we'll we'll get it. We'll get around to that here in just a moment. But um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Without further ado, uh, we've changed it up here a little bit. Uh, We we decided to bring in a a guest, one of our uh, friends from from the sports bar that we go to. Uh, Go ahead and and welcome uh, another Ken. Right. We're we're Ken squared here. You know, hey, it's yeah. fun to be here. So like, I've been a fan of you guys for, since the beginning. So we met a few years ago at the, the sports bar. We watched the game out on Sundays. We become friends. So I'm happy for the invite. You know, we did a road trip not together, but we were at the Houston last year. So yeah, it's good to have a friendship with you guys, and happy to be here today. That's right, man. Thank you, thank you for joining us. And again, as as Knucklehead Ken had mentioned here, um, our buddy Ken, other Ken here. This is gonna yeah. be confusing, isn't it? Um, uh, we all attend the same bar here locally in Dallas. We've been going to the same place for years and years watching, watching our team play. And, uh, and of course, as always, it becomes a big family, it becomes a big group and you see the same folks throughout the season and we all sit and talk and, and discuss football. And so as Ken has mentioned here, we were down in Houston, we were down at the rally. And of course we attended the game, um, against the Houston, Texas last year uh slash wwe event because we all remember ridgeway body slamming the uh, running back but uh that was a fun play yeah 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 i think the houston houston fans didn't like it too much but uh but we loved it it was a good time we were winning we we were we were winning the game uh 
wasn't a close one. And so it was a fun, it was a fun time to actually be able to be at a game, watch a game and not have it be a nail biter uh, to the end. And uh, so we led from practically start to finish and it was a good time. It was a good time to, to be a commanders fan that day. So again, Ken, thanks for joining us, man, being sure. a part, part of this. And we know we'll see you now and we'll see you all season long as well. So, Well, and, and before we get into it, I, I like to ask some of the, uh, the guests that we have on that are, that are commanders fans. Ken, how, how did you become a commanders fan? We, you know, were, were you in the area? Was there a player that you liked or how did you get engaged? I, 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 was, born into it. Teams, I, guess. I was uh, born yeah. into it. I'm probably okay. one of the few people, you know, I got a Washington DC birth certificate. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I was born in D.C. I grew up in Prince George's County. I grew up from, you know, stone's throw away from RFK, from FedEx, just a lifelong fan. Uh, yeah, very good. Didn't go to a lot of games. The tickets were hard to get back in the right. day. Right. But uh, worked with some great people that uh, had some connections, had some fun going to some burgundy and gold dinners, went to some fun events at FedEx Field when it opened up. But I've been a fan. The first game I remember is probably the 72 championship game against the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. And, Very and good. of course, you, you're lucky enough, I guess, to mm -hmm. uh, be here in the uh, Dallas area as right. a longtime mm -hmm. Washington fan like ourselves. So. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's even harder when we're not winning, right? Right. Or, or losing exactly. these guys. So Exactly. So, so good. It's good. So were you um, as excited? You know, it's funny. I'm going to ask the question. Were you as excited with the schedule release kind of as I was? I, I was pretty excited about it anticipating what was what what was going to happen even though we knew who our opponents were most of I was them, still yeah. excited, oh, yeah. I was still excited. Oh yeah, I was excited. I think I think there's a lot of excitement uh, around the club and the team with the ownership changes. It's a new era coming in, so I think the team is on the uptick. Now how much better can we get this year that remains to be seen, but yeah, a lot of excitement about the the draft, the schedule, the ownership changes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm kind of pumped up. Yeah, and so but so I saw someone make a comment on Twitter and it was like why do we get excited about the schedule release? And I don't know the answer. I, I truly don't know the answer, but I just know we do. Right? We've known who our opponents were. We knew who our home and, and away opponents were going to be. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know the dates. But yet, I don't know why we get excited about specifically the schedule release. Yeah. You boys got any answers? It, it, it's, it's, it's back to where I mentioned. It's just being spoon-fed. Another bite. Another bite. Another bite. You know, it's... Uh, no, that's absolutely true. But you know, the NFL is not like other sports. It's it's once a week. Every game means something. You know, I'm a huge sports fan across the board. Um, but the other leagues, they play a lot of games. You only yes. play 17 games you get once a week, right? That's it. So you you want to know what's going on? Pay attention. And and I know, like for myself, um, one thing that I get excited about, I will say for myself is. It's one thing to know who the opponents are. The other part is to see if there's a potential for me to attend a game or two. And so I like to see, okay, when the schedule come out, who we're playing, man, can I possibly attend this game or that game and that type of deal. And uh, so I do look forward to that because then I can start making some plans uh, to try to attend some games. So so we're going to try to to go to a couple games this year ourselves, uh, Ken and I, mm -hmm. broadcast Ken. And how about, how about yourself, Ken? You know, I looked at some tickets earlier this week. I wish I'd have popped them the day the, the official announcement came out about the ownership changes. I looked at the home opener and mm -hmm. good seats were available cheap and I didn't pull the trigger. And the next day they went right. They shot up. 
Yeah. So yeah. that's one. That's a maybe. Um, I'd like to see SoFi. Maybe the Rams might be cool. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Good. I, I know, man. To your point, that a lot of excitement happened uh, with the team once the uh, the announcement started coming out about the team being sold and everything. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, Jason Wright was talking about it. You mm-hmm. can see the excitement on social media. You can see a lot of people tweeting about becoming season ticket holders again. So, you know, if this team is halfway decent, FedEx Field is going to be be a place to be uh, during the season, man, I tell you. And I'm, I'm excited about it, you know. I'm excited. About, I'm tired of seeing the empty stadium or – hearing the other fans um, just do the television set. You can hear the right. other teams cheering for their team uh, in our own home stadium. So hopefully those days are going to be behind us now. Yep. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and, and to your point uh, that, that you had mentioned, a couple games that you had mentioned, uh, and, and peeling peeling back the curtains a little bit here, you know, when you look at the schedule and you're, you're looking at games that you're going to attend – uh, you know, Reggie and I go to games t- together the last few years. And one thing I know about Reggie right away is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A- after, after Thanksgiving, Reggie's not going anywhere north. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, he, he's not going to Buffalo. He's not going to Green Bay. He's not going. It, now, it, now, with the Hold exception, if, if it's, if it's a, a dome, it, 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 it's possible again, right? But but once you get above, oh I don't know. Once you get above the Tennessee state line uh, and north, he's not he's not going there uh, anytime after Thanksgiving. Look, man, I tried to go to Minnesota a few years ago. You didn't want no part of it. That's inside. That don't even. That's up north. It's in the cold. That's no, I said with dome. There's a there's there's asterisk dome. Uh, yeah, you you. Well, we we tried to go. We talked last year about going to. The um, it was earlier in the year, but the uh, Detroit game. But again, that was a dome, so weather conditions don't matter. So it's up north. It qualifies. <laughs> yeah. It qualifies, man. Well, let, let's let's get into the, uh, the schedule. Season. Yeah, let's, let's get into the season schedule here and kind of uh, just touch base on on a few things. There's like, I mean, you would think that. Here we talk about getting excited for the schedule. You would think about, okay, it's a schedule. There's a schedule, nothing to talk about. But, again, as, as a diehard fan, and you can nitpick and go over game by game. Oh, we're going to be, you know, one win and two wins and two wins and one losses, five wins and, and, and three losses. You just go all the way down it. Uh, but we open up. Uh, our first game will be at home versus the Cardinals. Um, we don't have a bye week until week fourteen. It's another, well, let me ask you, another late. What was the week? first thing that jumped another out at line? you when you saw the schedule? What's that? First thing. The first thing. What was the first thing that jumped out, or the first thing you looked for when when you when you saw the schedule? Very first thing, Thanksgiving. That was the first thing you saw. Okay. How about yourself, Ken? Ken number two. I became aware of the Thanksgiving game, um, but I was more concerned about the week one opener because I think I saw that the Cowboys and Giants were opening up on week one. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that led me to think, oh, man, we got to open with Philly. And I wasn't feeling good about that one. Right? Right, if you're going to have the division games on week one. Right. So I was pleased when Arizona came up. I'm like, that's a winnable game. I'll take yeah. it. So for me, the first 
two things that jumped out was I was very curious about the home opener, just as you were, because I, I thought maybe we would get Philly as well. And this, <clears throat> the second thing I looked at was when we had the bye week, because I was curious about that. And then, and then of course, then everyone caught, because I think the Thanksgiving thing was leaked before the official schedule came out. So we all kind of knew that we were, we were going to be playing on Thanksgiving, which I don't know how you feel, Ken, number two, man, but I, 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 I don't like it. I mean, I know that the game is always here in Dallas if we play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but I, 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 I don't know. I just don't like our team playing on Thanksgiving Day. I love watching football on Thanksgiving, but I don't want to watch us on Thanksgiving. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like the Thanksgiving games here in Dallas. Um, yeah. You know, my wife is a Cowboys fan. My stepsons are a Cowboys fan. I'm the only one in the house on Thanksgiving um, uh, that's cheering for whoever is playing the Cowboys on that day. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. man. Golly. Um, it's been so, yeah, tough. I bet it's that's been pretty tough. tough years, but when they when they win, I'm I'm not a happy guy on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. No, I trust me, I get it. Yeah. And I think what makes it hard is because Thanksgiving is that day that we're all supposed to be spending time with family. You're eating, you got people over. And usually the people that, that you're with either aren't football fans, and if they are, they're certainly not Washington fans. Correct. And so so with that, it's like uh, I don't want to watch. I'd rather I'd rather watch our team play at the bar with you guys and the other fans than I would watching it at Thanksgiving around just a bunch of family members who could care less about the game. Right. So so I was not happy when I saw that we was playing on Thanksgiving. But yeah, anyway, it, it, it could be it could be a distraction um, yeah. because because to your point, there's there's people that really aren't football fans that are you know more worried about. You know whether we got uh, regular cranberry sauce or, or or chunky cranberry sauce, and I'm like, I, I don't care. The game is on. Hush up. Move out of the way of the TV. You right. Know? Um, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But anyway, you were going in. You mentioned about week one, Ken. Um, yeah. Well, just just week one. I I think um, as a fan, I want. And what kind of Ken mentioned also was, you know, man, I don't I don't want a killer game week one. Especially, especially once again, now this is a repeating um, phrase for us every single year, but we got another new quarterback, right? right. Learning the system. And I, I, I want a, a team that's beatable. It doesn't have to be a horrible team, but a team that's beatable. And, and, and we, I mean, we beat Philly last year, but you had to play our best game of the season to beat them. And I don't want to do that week one. Uh, at some point, we're going to have to do it. We play Philly twice, but I don't want that out of the gates. And um, so when I saw the the Cardinals, and there was you know a handful of other games that could have been there that I would have been happy with, um, but I was I was glad the the Cardinals are there because they'll obviously be with without uh, Kyler Murray, uh, maybe the whole season, but definitely the first part of the season as he's recovering from injury. Yeah, that will be the uh, return of Colt McCoy. Yes. Right? Um, unless unless Arizona makes some major change in the offseason, um, that will be Colt McCoy um, as the starting quarterback taking the Arizona Cardinals on um, to the field that day. But uh, thank you, Colt. But uh, we don't care. Not <laughs> that day. Not that day, brother. So so uh, we've talked about it. Ken and I have talked about it personally, but it was even going around on Twitter about how. um that home opener is going to be nuts. And Ken, number two, as you was pointing out there, the ticket prices probably have jumped up. But 
they were talking about how the fan base is just going to be there for the home opener and the excitement of everything. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have new ownership at this time, we're playing a team that technically I think most fans are going to feel is a winnable game. And just the overall excitement that they're saying that Arizona is walking into a buzzsaw, right? And they're going to walk into this thing and they're going to be players on the team that I think are going to be shocked because I think they have not seen the fan base come back and rally around the team probably the way they're going to see this. And I'm talking for the guys that have been there the past four or five years that have not seen the fan base return in the manner that I suspect that it will be that day. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I I agree with you. I think it's going to be wild. Uh, You know, if I can get there, I would like to get there. I'm not sure I will, but Mm -hmm. that's going to be, that's going to be one for the, for the memories. Yeah. And, I, and I think to your point, Reggie, it, it, it is obviously first game is always going to be excitement. Um, and, and to a couple things to add on to that, that I think will add to it to some of the things we didn't see last year is again, new ownership is, is gone. Uh, season ticket sales. If you read the reports uh, has gone up dramatically uh, yep. with, with fans. Um, uh, we we've talked to people that have, have, gone in and, and gotten season tickets some of them uh are are not local to the to the dc area uh, on top of that arizona doesn't have a big following right if you're playing a, a team uh up and down the east coast you have a more of a following and so nationally arizona doesn't have as big of a following so you're not going to have a lot of uh, cardinal fans invading the stadium and then with kyler out their motivation is going to be low as well. So I anticipate it being a, especially over the last five years, this is going to be a dramatically large Washington commanders, burgundy and gold fan base. There Uh, might be the biggest one, like I said, in the last five years that we've seen at that, at any game. I think Um, easily, I think easily it's going to be the biggest. That's why I said there are players who is going to probably be even shocked guys that have been there for years. The John Allen's, of, of the world um some guys that have been there quite some time even i think that they're going to be a little surprised by it but uh but uh <clears throat> what's interesting here though with our season uh just to kind of set up our schedule the entire division will be playing in terms of our common opponents we're playing the afc east which is the the jets the bills the patriots and the dolphins and the other common opponents we're playing the nfc west which is going to be the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Rams, and Arizona. So those are all of our common opponents that everyone in our division uh, will play. And then, excuse me, each one of us have an uncommon opponent. And for us specifically, we're going to play the Broncos, the Bears, and the Falcons. And what those teams have in common, they were all they all finished in last in their respective divisions number four <laughs> yep number four in their division and since we finished number four in our division that's why we get those guys but uh all of those teams are going to be very much improved um except for maybe the falcons you could question but the bears are going to be a little bit different this year they were big in free agency and the way they did some draft uh the broncos i know a lot of people have g- given up on russell wilson a little bit and uh, but i think Russell Wilson and the Sean Payton combination is going to be much, much different. The good news is we catch them early. We catch them in week two um, because they're going to need need a little bit of uh, time to probably gel. No different than Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy, and our offense. So we're going to catch them in week two, catching them early as opposed to catching them in week 10. Um, 
And and so I think those games between those three, I still think they're winnable games. I won't give my prediction yet, but I think those three games are winnable against those three teams. Uh, you guys got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I, I agree with you. I think the schedule sets up um, eerily very similar to last year's schedule, uh, where I thought the first two games were very winnable with Jacksonville mm -hmm. uh, and then at Detroit. Of course, you know Detroit took care of us. I see the same thing. I got Arizona with a win. Go to Denver. I think we take that one. Um, the next two games are tough games, just like last year. Last year, looking at the schedule, we had Philly and Dallas. Now we got uh, Buffalo and Philly, right? So two I think we take. And then we got a couple of tough ones, and then we got two more that I think we can win. Yeah. So I think the first six games are very similar to the way last year set up. So I think we could come out, who knows, optimistically. I'm at, I'm at four and two over the first six weeks, So, but we'll see. We haven't played any games yet. <laughs> no, no, it's still early. We're still early, which which is okay. This is this is where we are at this point in the season, and these things can change. We have to go through training camp, and uh, of course, you know, we creep our fingers crossed that we don't sustain any major injuries. But uh, a lot of time between now and September before we play the play the real games. Uh, but I saw the schedule, and the first few weeks of the season, as you mentioned, Ken here is very similar to last year. But what's concerning me is this year's schedule, we were, I wrote it down somewhere here. Let me see if I can find in my notes. Um, we have the eighth most difficult schedule this year, whereas last year we were tied with the easiest schedule. Right. And so now with the eighth most difficult schedule, um, we start the first few weeks off, and Ron Rivera, during his time here, has started slow. He was one in five in year one two and six in year two, and he started out, to your point, we had a, what we thought was going to be a two and two, maybe three and one start last year, but when in fact we went one and four. So here we all think that we could probably be two and two again and maybe three and one, and Ron's teams have notoriously started off slow, and I'm going to tell you, man, because after that first four weeks, the schedule gets pretty brutal. So we can't afford to get off to a slow start this year. They, they did us a favor, man. They gave us two winnable games to start out. Mm -hmm. But then it gets a little tricky after that. Yeah, I think also, you know, as you look down the schedule um, and talk about a slow start, um, once once you get to the, the, the Cowboys Thanksgiving game, the Cowboys Thanksgiving game, excuse me, um, the only other division – game that you play the rest of the year is the last game against the Cowboys again. So it, it seems like the last three or four years, they like putting your division opponents in the last four or five weeks. And this year we're not getting that. And in, in the last uh, five, four or five games, um, we only play the Cowboys and everybody else we've played in our division already. So if you get to, off to a slow start and the people that beat, are beating you are in your division, you know, it's that double whammy. It helps them and hurts you. Um, it, it, it's not going to be good. So Washington definitely has to, to get off to a good start. Um, is this coming season without a doubt? Well, I think a slow start by Ron one is going to immediately just personal opinion. I think it's going to immediately start having people questioning whether or not he's the guy, right? And, and people are already feeling that way now. But to get off to a slow start for the fourth year in a row, knowing that we have a tough schedule going down the road, 
it's gonna it's gonna be a little tough tough deal and i think those questions are gonna start getting getting pretty loud uh locally with ron about what's going on in his future here because we know what's looming as each week goes <laughs> that's one one week close to the end of the season where people are going to question what is the new ownership is going to do when it comes to his job status so i think there's gonna be a lot of pressure on ron and this team can't afford and as a fan base we don't want to know a slow start man we just don't want to do that so anyway so one other thing i want to talk to you about is uh we play the miami dolphins one of the nuggets i saw here is this is the first time that we're facing Tua, I'm not going to even try to do his last name, but first time we're facing Tua in his career. Uh, we don't play them until week 13, but most people remember uh, that's the same draft that Chase Young was in, and Tua was chosen three picks behind Chase Young, who had went number two. So we had a chance for Tua if we had wanted him, but we went CY, Chase Young. and uh, But since those boys have both entered the NFL, this is the first time that our team will be facing Tua. Maybe he's healthy. I don't know. By week 13. We we shall see. We shall see. They uh they definitely have a explosive team around Tua uh offensively. You know, they've they've put some tools together that you know, if you can get somebody to consistently get in the ball, whether that's Tua or or anybody else, that's They're fast. That, that that's could be trouble, right? You're gonna, you definitely have to contain them and uh, you know, lace lace up your shoes and and drink a little extra Gatorade before you get on the field. But uh, um, yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting game. Yeah, Reggie, but that, that's week 13. So by week 13, both teams, all teams, they should be near peak performance, right? You're you're For sure. you're three plus weeks, three uh, plus months into the season, you work out the kinks. Right, you figure out who's good, who's not good, and you you, you should be humming as a machine. So I, I penciled that one as a loss for us, but that could be a momentum game. So if the Commanders are playing well, it wouldn't surprise me if they snuck in a, a dub. Right. But you know, if Miami is is mature and they're, they're a team on the rise, you know, they're going to be tough in Week 13. They're going to be tough no matter what. Um, that is a home game for us. Um, I do know that, so the game will be at FedEx Field. But I think Miami. Miami, this is the second year in uh, with their with their new regime. Um, it would be our first year, obviously, and we'll know what kind of team we have heading into that game. And and because I think Miami is Miami. I mean they they they've added some more pieces on the defensive side. I don't know if you know, but Jalen Ramsey is now there. Um, he's not the Jalen Ramsey that left Jacksonville and first went to L.A., but he's still a pretty good player. And uh, and then they, uh, of course, everyone knows the track team that they have on the offensive side of the ball. But that's that's if we man, if we pull off that that game, I think it'll make a lot of people take notice because there are there are some tough games on our schedule, including that Miami, but including that, the whole AFC East. I mean, the Jets, the Bills, the Dolphins and the Patriots. And I think the Patriots going to be a better team than they were last year. So so that's going to be tough. It's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, de definitely a, a tougher schedule this year. Um, we'll, we'll see. You know, if Washington is better, you know, we've talked about uh, the free agent moves that they made. They weren't really, other than uh, Deron Payne, their their moves were all, you know, C plus B minus moves. I think they were positive moves, but they weren't game changing moves. It, it was core 
player type of moves that they did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the big, the big asterisk is, is going to be with Sam Howell and how he fits into the offense um, as well as Eric Bieniemy. you know, how is he going to, how's he going to use the tools that nobody thought Scott Turner handled well? Uh, I think Scott Turner play calling and schemes left a lot of points and yards um, up in the, up in the booth and not on the field, but um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of caveats that we're gonna we're gonna see. And, and to your point, when we start talking about the beginning of the season, we're we're gonna see where we sit real quickly on on some of this stuff. Um, I, I we'll, we'll all cringe if we if we start off slow. Um, because uh, I'm not going to say, oh, well, you know, we'll pick it up. We'll pick it up. That's that's we 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 can't do that year in year out. Um, right. That's not that's not the NFL football. To you know, Ken made it right off the bat. He mentioned, um, you know, every single game is so impactful. It, it you know, you only play 17 games, so you can't you can't afford to just let games slip away from you, uh, especially when you have the, the schedule that we have coming up here. Yep. Yeah, this is Ron's fourth year, okay? He was always talking about year three, we get it going. He didn't quite get it going in year three, so he's got to perform in year four. I think that's part of yep. the coming in as well. But we talk about the tough schedule. we got to keep in mind, though, the same tough schedule, does AFC East, the Giants have that same schedule. So do the Cowboys, so does Philly, Okay. Philly's got the added burden. They've got the extra game against the number one. We rotate around outside. So their, their schedule is, is even harder than ours. So we're not going to win the entire NFC. I wish we could think that way, not this year. we got to win the division. So we're playing the same tough schedule the other guys are. So uh, as long as we you know we do well against our divisional opponents and, and we compete uh, you know, at or slightly better than the other guys against this, this tough schedule, you know, we, we should be there uh, fighting for a playoff position. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree. The only caveat to that is every team that you mentioned in our division, um, there's been consistency throughout their organizations. And I'm going to say primarily with their offense and mm-hmm. defense. And the only thing we're the only team that has is going into this, hopefully, hopefully to upgrade. But at the same time, we are coming in with a new office coordinator, and a new system. The Giants going to be year two with Dayball. Um, they, they overachieved. I mean, Hey, hats off to them, but they certainly overachieved, but they have something to build off of, but they're returning the quarterback, the same system, the head coach, OC running back is back and all that. The Cowboys have been whatever year this year with Mike McCarthy. And of course, uh, Jalen hurts and whatever Arizona, um, Philly is doing. We're trying to compete in our division with, I'm going to call essentially a rookie quarterback and a brand new OC. So we're going to be learning learning as we're trying to compete in what is considered the eighth most difficult schedule, and we're trying to win games at the same time. So, And, and oh, by the way, Ron can't have a slow start. So there's a lot going on here. I mean, there's a lot of high hopes, man, a lot of high hopes, but 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 this won't be easy. Right. I don't think I mean, this everybody is in our easy. division made the playoffs last year except for us. Except for us. And, and that's who we're playing, right? We're, we're, that, that covers uh... – uh, you know, six six of the seventeen games right there. Uh, yeah, we, I got we, I got I got a we, nugget here that says so seven. We, need, we need to knock one of them out for us to get in, right? Even even from a um, wild card perspective, uh, we 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 gotta we gotta step up our game and, and and knock them down a peg or two or three. 
Yeah, Ken, I like the way you said that. We got to knock somebody out. And when I went through the schedule earlier today, thinking about uh, the podcast that we're going to do today, going through it, I kept stumbling or, or hesitating on the Giants games, both of them. I think that could be the key to our season, You know how we play those two games against the Giants. That could be the difference between a losing season or a 10-win season. If we can sweep the Giants, which I think we can. We well, just like last year, right? That. Last year, the difference was the two Giant games. Right. Was, yeah. right? Exactly. So I think the Giants, those two games could be the key to the overall positioning of where we end up. Yeah. So so one of my notes here is uh, seven opponents that we have this year made the playoff last season. So almost half of our schedule, almost half and, of our schedule made the playoff last year. Seven opponents. And when you count, we play three of them twice. That number goes up, right? So, uh, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, to your point, man. So it, 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 it won't be easy. It won't right. be easy. And, uh, but I still feel good. I feel good, man, but, it, but it's not going to be easy. And, and, and uh, if we're playing well and, and we're actually in a playoff run, um, the last four games again, week 14 is our bye. We finished the season at the Rams, at the Jets, and then, Thankfully, they're tough games, but we've got home games against the 49ers and the Cowboys. So, um, you know, if, if you if you have a, a ton of confidence in in the commanders this coming year, man, both of those games would be good games to be at if we're if we're in a playoff hunt. You know, that 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 crowd in that stadium, you think week one is 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 crazy with uh, all the fans in an opening day. Wait, wait, wait to week 18 against the Cowboys. If that is a, you know, somebody's in and somebody's out and that's going to be, that's going to be a, a crazy game to be at. Uh, if you want to roll the dice for that one, if you're looking for just one game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let me see a couple of nuggets here. I got, um, we mentioned earlier at the top of the show that we're playing the NFC West. Uh, the last time that our division played the NFC West was 2020. And uh, we went one and three against the division in 2020. So just as a recap to that, that's the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Rams, and Arizona. I don't recall which game we won, but clearly we lost three of them. <laughs> so, And they're pretty good teams, you know, with the exception of Arizona missing Kyler Murray. Those are all pretty good teams. I think the Rams will bounce back. Um, I do think in my – Look, my early prediction, I predict us beating the Rams in L.A. Um, but the 49ers and Seahawks game, I think, is going to be a tricky one for us um, in, in this upcoming season. But I think – maybe you can fact-check me, but I think we've played the Seahawks on the road well over the last 10 years. You know, we, we, we they, they kick our butt in the playoffs. But at Seattle, I think we've won three or four in a row uh, yeah. on the road. Fact-check me on that one, but, you know – I feel good about the game at Seattle. At Seattle. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're playing Atlanta. Um, as I mentioned, one of our non-common opponents. This will be the third year in a row that the uh, schedule makers have had, had us playing the Falcons. I don't know what that's about, but here we are once again playing, uh, the, playing the Atlanta Falcons. Not a bad game to go to. New stadium. Well, and, and, the, and, the, and then on, on top of that, I'm going to go ahead and say there's a 50-50 chance. We talked about uh, Colt McCoy. There's a 50-50 chance that we may be playing against uh, 
Taylor Heineke. W- the wonder kid himself, uh, Mr. Taylor Heineke. Listen, I don't want him getting any Burgundy and Gold Jordans, that's for sure. That, that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. I don't want, I don't want him. He, this would be week six. And uh, if he does play, that's fine. I got no problem planning, but let's not have him posting on Instagram some Burgundy and Gold Jordans because we're the one team he has not beaten, right? And uh, so let's keep that trend going and uh, not have the one Taylor Heineke beating his former team. Cause I'm pretty sure he and his teammates would, would love nothing more than to, to get that win. And in fact, that, that game is in Atlanta, by the way. Correct. Correct. So, but um, any, any other thing, anything else you see out there uh, that kind of jumps at you about the schedule, Ken or Reggie? I have a few. Ken, you got something? No, I think we've covered most of the stuff that jumped out at me. I do think the Jets game on Christmas Eve, I think that's winnable because I think we've played Aaron Rodgers well over the last couple of years. We have, yes. Reggie and I were at one of those games at uh, FedEx Field. Uh, Yeah, uh, in a a slight misty rain the entire game. Uh, It was raining. It wasn't misty. We took took care of – Took, a green, took care of Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay in that game. Yeah, so I, I you know, I took the dub on that one uh, in my pencil. Yeah, we'll we'll really? see what happens. Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we play. Let me see. We play the Jets in Week 16, and if we were playing the Jets within the first few weeks of the season, I would feel better about it. But by by Week 16, they're going to know what they have, and I think with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in that offense, I think they'll be. I think they're going to be pretty good by that time. And I personally have that as a loss because I think the Jets will be humming right about that time. Uh, I don't know where they'll be in terms of the division, but as far as a a formidable opponent on Sunday, I think that's going to be a tough one for us. But that's just my prediction. So, yeah. but uh, a couple of more nuggets here, guys. Then I know we'll get to our way too early predictions. Um, so if anyone listens, we know that this is – we not even got to training camp yet. But this is the fun of this. It's, it's when we want to see where we stand now, what we, how we feel. Obviously, a lot of excitement now. And then right before the season starts, we'll give another prediction. But, uh, but a couple more nuggets here. Um, we talked about the success of this team here. Um, this season, this season alone – um, Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy, and that offense will see six of the top ten defenses in yards allowed from last season. So once again, they're gonna have to be on their game. They're gonna have to get jive and 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 mesh early and fast. Um, uh, of, teams, the, of the and I don't know if you have those teams. I do. Of, of those teams, are they? Division games or outside of division? Because we're going to have to play the division no matter what. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm give it to you. So six of the top ten defenses we play this season. Right. Those games are the Eagles. Twice. Yep. The Jets. Okay. Ken. So right. Aaron Rodgers with a good defense. Right. Uh, the 49ers. And, oops, I, I didn't put the other three down. But those three that I just mentioned, the Eagles, Jets, and the 49ers, were top five. Okay. So, so pretty top t- defenses. Yeah. Defensive, yeah. defensively, uh, our defense, which is for the most part a returning unit, no change there, with, with the exception of uh, 
some defensive players that we drafted. Our defense will play four of the top 10 offenses from last year. And the Bills and the Eagles were second and third, respectively. And the Cowboys had to be up there as well. Probably. Yeah. Yes, the Cowboys were, were one yeah. of them. So we played four of the top 10 offenses. So, again, on the defensive side, we got, we got a work cut out for us. And on the offensive side, we have our work cut out I, for us. I would just like to pause here and ask uh, Roger Goodell in the NFL to look into the salary cap uh, of, of the Eagles. I don't know how they keep signing people, re-signing people. Um, I mean, they're doing gr- a great job on the draft and, and, and making maneuvers, but I, 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 are, are they going to are they going to hit the wall like the Rams are hitting right now? Uh, here I hope in so. A year or two. I, I, I hope certainly so. hope so too. But uh, I think there's some shenanigans going on up there in uh, Philly, and uh, and that's all I'm calling for an investigation right now. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead that. It's Philly. There's always something going on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something shady. So. I got one more nugget for you boys, and then we'll get into our prediction. All right, go ahead. I think both of you boys are going to like this one. This season is the first time that Washington will play all three opponents that we won our Super Bowl against. Oh. Huh? Give me a clap. Ken, come on. Give me something. That's a good nugget, man. That's a great nugget. So we're playing the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Bills. The first time we've ever played all three of those teams in the same season, and we're playing them this year. So in my, in my advanced age, I'm probably the only one amongst us three who actually remembers all three of those games. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% right there with you. I remember um, two of them. I remember two. Yeah. The, uh, well, the first one was the old famous uh, you know, 70 chip uh, for that. As, as, you know what? That's the only Washington Redskins play. The call of the play that I know is, is seventy chip with John Riggins around uh, against Miami, but uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. I'm sure we'll probably see a highlight going into each game potentially. I would think definitely for the Miami game, uh, we, we might see some highlights of that one, uh, especially if we're playing well. Yes, to that point, yes. to that to to Ken's point here is with uh, with uh, Miami being in Washington and could be a measuring stick game for us late in the season so but with that man it's time for prediction way too early predictions Uh uh uh-oh way too early predictions it's time huh (laughs) oh yeah everybody's favorite time (laughs) everybody this is is the first time this season we've been able to use this and and ladies and gentlemen if you're not watching on on youtube i don't know if i've ever seen reggie with a bigger smile he loves it. He loves it, man. I'm pretty sure this is not a I love it smile, but <laughs> but what I'm laughing is because it's not even that's not even fitting. We're doing a record prediction. Now what's your number? It's what's your number? Well, it's it's your number of, of wins, number of losses. Reggie, it fits. It right? fits. All it right. fits. All right, we'll roll with it. So anybody wants who wants to go first? Ken, you're uh, we'll, our guest. We'll, you go we'll first. We'll give it to the guest. We'll give the guest first. Uh, if you want to, well, before I give you this year's prediction, I want to go and, and and tell you how poorly I did last year uh, and okay. week one when I was predicting eleven wins last year. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> think, I think we were all bad. that much. Yeah, I think we were all pretty bad in our predictions last year. So, I think I predicted ten wins last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's where I am now. I, I penciled out a ten wins, but 
that's two dubs against the Giants. I think the Giants are are, are going to hinge uh, on whether we make the playoffs or not. If we can sweep that, I think we're we got a shot at winning the division uh, or certainly a wild card. So I'm at ten. Could be as low as eight uh, if we if we don't do against the Giants. What I hope we can do. Okay, so ten and seven, huh? Well, I, I you know I don't remember exactly who all I had all of our wins and losses against, but I actually have us at nine and eight. Which is not great, man. Right. Nine and eight. That's that's essentially an average ball club, and that doesn't make me feel good. But this is the way too early prediction, so lots can change. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and and reach back here and and pat myself on the back here because last year, you, you it's it, it's it's on tape, right? You can go back and look at it. When we talked about the prediction, I said right off the bat we're gonna be a 500 team, but then I said can't be 500 because there's there's 17 games, right? <laughs> Little did I forget about the tie. We were eight, eight, and one. So last year I ended up saying because I forgot about a tie, wasn't thinking about it at the time. I went eight and nine. Uh, this year we're going to be a much improved team. I too am going to pick us at nine and eight. One one additional game. Um, I, I don't, I, I need to see stuff, you know, last year, my, my motto, the whole year was hashtag prove it. Um, yeah. this year, I, I think there a couple things that are going for us and are going against us. Um, obviously our schedule, I, I think this is a tough schedule. Um, just, just our division. If we can come out 500 or above within our division, that's going to be a success, right? Um, you know, you got, you got the 49ers, um, the dolphins we mentioned, uh, the Seahawks are a very solid team. I'm not saying we can't beat them, but they're a solid team across the board. Uh, you still got the um, the Bills also and, and a couple other games, right, that you don't always play your your, your top game. Um, so that's kind of a, a negative for us. Uh, we also have a rookie quarterback. Um, there, there was a reason that he was in the fifth round. Uh, he ended up getting a chance at the end of the year, but – the coaching staff had him all season, and we saw how well Carson Wentz played, right? Uh, and anybody should have been able to beat him last year out of a starting role. And then they knew what they had in Taylor Heineke, which was just a, a, a very average at best quarterback, and they didn't think that to, to insert him until the last game. So, I'm not saying, I mean, clearly the coaching staff has confidence in him, but we're still talking about basically a rookie here. Um, the one positive that I see this year versus last year is to me the, the, the best, biggest and best um, free agent move that we had, and that's with Eric B. Enemy. Um, correct. Correct. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does, the angles that he does. Um, while I don't think that, I'm not trying to compare Sam Howell to Patrick Mahomes. Their style of playing and their strengths are not identical, but they're in the same field, right? They're, yes. they're both. Yes. One has a better arm. One is a better is, uh, is better uh, running and scrambling, but Sam Howell has the ability to scramble. He has the ability to, to roll out he has the ability to to run if he has to and eric Bieniemy is used to doing these things with um 
Patrick Mahomes. So I think we're going to see it. We're not going to see an identical offense, but we're going to see him use some of these tools that we hadn't seen with uh, Heineke or, or our offense last year. So again, with that, I've got it at nine and eight. That's a long, long winded way of, of getting there. Um, but I think I, ultimately, I think the, the having a rookie quarterback and the schedule that we have is going to keep us down. If, if Sam Howell, surprises us and ends up being a I'm not even it doesn't even have to be a top 10 be a be a number 12 13 quarterback in the league uh you can add an, you can add a win or two onto that just just off of Sam Howell doesn't have to be a superstar be be the be the number 11 quarterback in the NFL next year and I have confidence that we will be a, a playoff team if that if just that one single thing happens Ken something you want to add or rebuttal to to this guy a little bit. Um, yeah, I think Bannemey is going to make a, a huge difference uh, in the offense. Uh, we, we were stuck with Scott Turner and his predictability with what he did with, with our receiving core, which I think we got some weapons on the receiving core. Agreed. that were just not used very yeah. well at all last year. If Howe can be average and the enemy can step up the, the game planning and the play calling and the play scripting uh, with respect to the wide receivers uh, and the running court that we have, uh, you know, with, with B Rob, the offensive line, I think is going to be better, but the enemy, I think will will make a difference with the, with the wide receivers. And that's hopefully good for one or two wins uh, over last year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, uh, I, I think Eric Benemy and his style is going to scheme us to some wins. I think he's going to scheme to where our offense is going to look different. Um, I do think there's going to be some differences, but I think the key comes down to as long as they can click and get this thing gelling and meshing early and not we're in week nine and 10, they're still trying to find their way offensively. But if they can make this click early, then I think the sky's the limit because I think Eric Benemy is going to help Sam Howe look great. I think he's going to scheme us to some games where it won't look the way it looked with Scott Turner. The key is going to be as well. I think to to Ken's point here is is being successful in our division because again the opponents, all of the other opponents, are the same opponents that our, our division uh, rivals have to play as well. So the key for us is going to be to one, be good in our division, and take care of the non-common opponents because again the non-common opponents are the teams that finish fourth in their respective division, the Broncos, the Bears, and the Falcons. So you take care of those three teams, and then you be successful in the division, then those other common opponents aren't quite as critical. And now a 9-8 and eight team can easily turn into a 10-6, and six, and a 10-6 and six should get you in the playoffs. And if you look good ten being seven, a 10-7, I'm sorry, 10-7, and seven, and if you look really good being a 10-7 team, now people talk about how deep you can run into the playoffs. And I know that's a long, we're a long ways off of that because we got to see what we're going to look like. But I, but I think that's going to be key. And I think Eric being me to your point is, was probably uh, a key addition that we had on our team. That was a non player. So, but I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to all of it. Yeah, I, I am too. So uh, quick, quick question for you guys. Okay. How many wins do we need for Rivera to see year five? <laughs> To me, right off the bat, you got to at least be competing for a playoff spot. 
right? If, if you don't make it, you, you, you got to win, win at least one playoff game. Yeah. I, I, again, I can't speak for the new ownership. The new ownership, they might already be talking to somebody, right, behind the scenes um, or have somebody in mind that they're already targeting. You, you, you don't know that. Um, but week 18 against the Cowboys, we must at least, bare minimum, be playing that game for a playoff spot. Um, even better if we're resting somebody. Um, that, I don't that, think so. Again, that is the so. that is the lowest bar. I'm not saying. What's the lowest, that's that what he, he asked. He, he what's what's the least? What's the least number of wins? And to me, it's. I don't think we got to be fighting for a playoff spot. I think we had to win at least ten games. And back to the point I just made, we got to be a ten win seat, ten win team. But we can't just barely made it. We got to be a good looking ten win team. If we're just barely for the fourth year in a row scratching our way yeah. trying to claw away get back into the playoff then this year looks no different than the other years so if i'm the new ownership then why do i think year five is going to be any different but if all of a sudden hiring eric benjamin and the draft picks we have and this is a 10-win team and all of a sudden we're looking like man you don't want to face washington the playoffs that might give him that might get him in year five to, to play to to basically coach out the last year of his contract but if we're just clawing and make the playoff to your point ken when week 18 and we're fighting with the cowboys to to hopefully get in a playoff just to be a wild card i don't think that's going to be good enough to save his job i'll, t- I'll take the wild card spot but you got to win a game you gotta win a playoff game as, as a as a fan i'll take it but the question was will it save ron's job and i think the answer is no well i, I think even to add on to that real quick is if and another thing, let's just say you don't make the playoffs, but everybody realizes that Sam Howell is the answer at quarterback. That that might save him alone. But if Sam Howell is a bust, um, even if we don't make the playoffs, I mean, they're all in on Sam Howell, right? This is the GM. This is the head coach. This is everything. They were there this past year compared to previous years there were definitely opportunities for at least to, to rattle the cage of uh Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers, you know, other people that were out there and available and Washington they didn't make a call. They didn't do anything. They sat with exactly what they have and that is on Rivera, Mayhew and you know that whole football operations side of the house so if sam howell is a total bust they're all gone they're all gone in I my opinion disagree. i don't disagree i don't disagree but uh, but anyway man we can we can get on and on with this um ken thank you again for joining us man you want to tell the people where they can find you on social media um yeah you can find me uh well i don't do much social media it doesn't matter if, if i'm on social media if I'm on twitter i'm probably commenting on something you guys did so you, yeah. i'm not i'm not hard to find <laughs> well you always you interact with us so you know i just want to give you an opportunity to shout it out there man but uh you know again we to, to the people that are listening we personally know ken ken here and we do yep. interact not only on social media but also at the bar mm-hmm. and, and how, uh, how long have you been coming to the to the sports bar there at least 10 years. Okay. Uh, and, and Reggie. They're out there pre-fire and then the other place. Right, the right, right, right. Was. Don't ask about, me because I forget. It's been a long time. But it's been about the same time for you because you were there uh, at the original location yep. Yep. Uh, for a year or two prior to uh, 
some fire. events that happened that had us uh, move around. Um, so yeah, we've all been been there for for an extended amount of time. I've been there since 1999. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a long time. We've all been uh, watching a lot of games together. Yeah, yeah I moved uh, to Dallas in 2008, so I'm not sure when I found the club, but yeah, okay. yeah. wasn't too much longer after that. Yeah, well, very good. Well, very it's good. always good to see you, man. And yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to sign off, but you hang on, you hang tight for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to thank everyone for listening. Thanks for joining us. And uh, again, this was our way too early prediction. We'll come back later on and uh, give our accurate prediction before the season starts. But as always, until next time, y'all. Peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads. <laughs>